Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Part City Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Jake Allen. Jake is an upcoming entrepreneur in high school dropout. He decided to drop out of college to pursue his dreams and live the life of being an entrepreneur. In this podcast, we talk about motivation, success, doing what you love, listening to your intuition, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, 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 Tune in. Jake, it's um, good to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? Great to be here. I'm good. How are you, man? Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. I'm great. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. And yeah, I just thought I'd kind of introduce you and, um, you know, for you to talk about, you know, what it is that you're doing and, you know, some of the things you're working on. Yeah. So, well, so first and foremost, I recently just dropped out of college uh, this past spring. And so now I am pursuing full-time entrepreneurship. I... I'm working at a lifestyle media brand here in Austin, Texas. Um, we, our mission is to help mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive on life. Um, that's the company, Thrive on Life. We, I help manage their podcast, as well as I also, um, I do social media content for them. And we're about to start ramping up our YouTube channels, so different photography, videography, kind of just an all-around like entrepreneur in residence here. And then I'm also on the side building my own brand. It's called Into the Uncomfortable. And it's all about taking that leap of faith into the unknown, into the uncomfortable. And this really started after, after dropping out of college. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the main thing I'm working on right now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I think like, you know, it's, it's so important to, to follow your passion. You know, if you find out what mm-hmm. that is or, you know, to do the things that make you happy, to do the things that, res- yeah, to do, to do the things that resonate with, with you. Exactly, exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, um, ultimately, it's about, so our founder at Thrive On Life, he talks a lot about being the CEO of your own life. And that was kind of what it came down to to me when it came to dropping out was that I was like, I don't feel like I'm in control here. Like, I don't feel like I'm, and it's not about needing to be in control of everything, but I didn't feel like I was on the path that I wanted to be on. I was on the path that a society had set me on. And to me, that's where I had to make the switch where I was like, okay, how can I be on a path? How can I like shift and pivot to be more on a path that I feel like is mine and that I want to be on? So yeah, I definitely, definitely feel that. Yeah, no, completely. And I, you know, I think it, it takes a lot to do that because I think a lot of the time people are so caught up in comparing themselves to other people and doing what other people tell them to do and doing what the parents might tell them to do um, and, and not making those decisions because there are people who, people can be afraid of what other people might think of them. Do you know what I mean? If they take that exactly. lead. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely even had that had that fear when it came to dropping out. It was like, man, what are people are people gonna think I'm like dumb or like you know not going anywhere? Even I had I had some pushback from my own parents. Like, they were they were very hesitant, especially my dad uh, was was very very hesitant. Um, but but yeah, ultimately I had to I had to make that shift and be like, this is my decision. This is like this is what I'm gonna do, um, and. And regardless of what anyone thinks or says, I know that this is what's best. And like my gut is telling me this is what's best. And I just have to lean into that and trust that. And now it's funny because it's like a shift. Like now my parents are seeing that how much it's already starting to pay off. And they're like, oh, wait, I see what you're saying. Like that makes sense. And it's like in some way you almost become the parent a little bit. Um, mm. And so, yeah, it's just crazy. It's like we, we let other people's opinions so much cripple us from what life can have from us and and it's like you know why you know yeah no i agree i think like when we don't pursue the things that we want to pursue like you're just kind of like restricting yourself mm -hmm. you're, you're restricting yourself and your abilities to create you know certain networks um you know, lots of different things. You're, you know, it's a restriction of you opening up doors for yourself if you don't take those leaps. And, you know, for one example, like I, I didn't do this podcast for about two years. I had this as an idea for like two years. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, last January, just gone, I was like, I'm going to do it. And, you know, if I hadn't have done it, we wouldn't be talking now. And, you know, right. certain connections wouldn't be made. And I find that sometimes you know people don't like going into the unknown we fear the unknown and things like that um but by you know the more the more i find the more you do something that might scare you the more that you do that kind of thing the more kind of resilience you kind of build to do that mm -hmm. exactly yeah i mean the unknown's a scary place no doubt but from what i found just over the past even just this past year for 2020 for me um it's so much of just leaning into that uncertainty and being like, I don't know what I'm doing next. Like, I don't know what's happening. You know, I don't, I have no idea, but just trusting it. And it's always worked out. It's always worked mm -hmm. out. And not only just worked out, it's worked out like to my benefit. And it's such like a great way. And it just keeps, it just keeps going. Like I was literally even having a conversation earlier this morning um, with this guy. And he was like, so like one year from now, like, where are you going to be? And I'm like, I can kind of, I can kind of tell you, 
um, like where I want to be and stuff. But a year ago, I was at college. I didn't think I was going to be here. Um, you know, I, I, I went to college over in uh, San Diego, California. Um, and I said I was never going to come back to Austin. Austin's my hometown. It's where I was born and raised. And I said I was never coming back. And now I'm, I'm here and I don't really have any plans of leaving anytime soon. And I'm just mm. getting immersed in the community. And that's all just from leaning into this uncertainty and being willing to, like, I think it's good to have a, somewhat of a plan, but to let that plan be flexible and adaptable because that's where like the real like beauty in life comes in, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think like when you can adapt and when you can have a have like a plan, you know, an idea of somewhere that you kind of want to lean towards and then be able to kind of adapt, change mm -hmm. that, move it around, mold it to what's going on. Exactly. Rather than saying to myself, like, you know, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to do this and this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z because you might get along that path that's kind of been set in concrete and then you might hit a few bumps and you're like, well, I don't want to do this. I'm just wasted right. however long of a time chasing this. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. I've got nothing against people who go to college, university. Oh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I would, I would, yeah, I would say if it doesn't work out for you, you know, happy, don't stick with it. Find something else. Because mm -hmm. I think it's the majority, the the yeah, majority of the time people stick with it even though they're not happy doing it because they want to please mm. someone or the parents or whoever. Um, exactly. Because, you know, I, I tried university and I, I retook my mathematics. I then went to university. When I mean, you got, you guys call it college, but. Right, right. Same, 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 same thing. thing. Same thing. Yeah. And <laughs> I got there. Yeah. And I got there for a couple of months and I did criminology, which is like the psychology of criminals. Mm -hmm. And then after a couple of months, I was like, I don't want a career in this. So right. I, I came out, but you know, then I, then I did a, co a, co a coaching course and that was for me. So you've just got to listen to yourself, haven't you? And what you're picking up on and just go with that. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, kind of what, I guess I'll just kind of give like a brief background, like on my, yeah, yeah. my short eight months of college, but um, yeah, yeah. So, the first semester I went in as a commercial music major. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if it works. Does it work the same way over there as like picking majors and like, how does, we, how does, how does that work actually? So you have like your university course mm -hmm. and there's, there's like bachelor of bachelor, there's a BA. So you can have a bachelor of science, right, right. you can have a BA in something. There's different levels within that course. So you could, uh, yeah, Bachelor of Honours, um, PhD, you know, PhDs. So right. There's different kind of tiers within courses. But, I mean, usually you pick a course and it's for three years. Gotcha. Some, some of them, obviously, depending on what that kind of course is, if that makes sense. Gotcha, yeah. So, essentially, like, it was like a BA. Um, when the focus is on, like, music. And I... So I've, I've been doing music for like my whole life. I've been a musician. Um, and the degree was literally making me not like music. It was, I had these professors that were just like make, you know, you had to kiss their butt if you wanted any attention. You had to be like the best, which didn't make sense because we're supposed to be there to learn and grow. Um, but I felt like I didn't have the space to do that. And um I had a choir teacher actually who told me, he was like, 
yeah, I just don't think you have what it takes. And I just don't even want to work with you. And I was like, so I'm what, <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm paying so much money to be here and you're not even willing to work. And so then Christmas Jesus. came around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Christmas came around and that's when I was first started like really debating dropping. And then that's when I met um, the founder of Fairground Life, CJ Finley. Um, and he and I kind of talked about it and I ended up deciding to go back uh, for, for the next semester this past spring as a um, business administration major and just focus it with like a focus on entrepreneurship. And within like a few days of being back, I already knew I was going to drop out because I was like, all right, this isn't working either. I had my business professor. Uh, it's just like a standard like business 101 class. He told me on like one of the first days of class, he was like, or he told our whole class, he said, you're going to be working the same job for the next 40 years of your life. So you better find something you like. And that's if you're even like lucky enough to retire. And I was like, what a miserable life. Like, <laughs> I was like that's not, that's not the life I want to live, you know? And so and I was like, this isn't the kind of people I want speaking into my life either. And so, you know, shortly after that COVID hit and everything was, you know, I ended up coming back home and just finishing out online. But during that same time, that's when I started into the uncomfortable and started it just as a blog. And that's still kind of what it is today. I've been a little quiet on there lately, but working on some stuff behind the scenes. But yeah, so just started, started that. And um, yeah, just trying to, just trying to keep pushing, pushing other people into the uncomfortable. And that doesn't mean pushing other people to d drop out. Like kind of like we said earlier, I never want to come off as like, you should drop out because that's not the case. Some people should stay in school. Um, it's completely person to person basis but you shouldn't stay in school if you're miserable in school. Hmm. Um, you know, you should, you should go after what's, what's inside of you and what, what's pushing you. Um, I mean, obviously you want to be a doctor or a surgeon, you should probably be in school, <laughs> but you know, for what I want to do, it wasn't fitting my life and it wasn't suiting me. And so I realized there was a change that needed to be had and it was up to me to metaphorically speaking, like pull the trigger on that and hmm. uh, make that happen. So. yeah no i mean hats off to you for like you know just following your instincts and trying things out and kind of like you know following that and i think that's kind of where it's at you know like but you, like you said you went to like you know did one course wasn't for you mm. did another course and then the guy was like you know you're, you're not committed to doing this job for the, you know, the next however long you know in years right. it's probably not for you and it's like you've got to stand by that haven't you and you've got to You've got to really think about the things that we, you know, that we're going to put our time and energy into because that time and energy you can't necessarily get back. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so important that we listen to ourselves and we tune into that, and you know, just kind of try these things out because that's the only way we find out through trying, isn't it? And it's like if you hadn't tried those courses and gone through those those mm -hmm. phases, you know, you wouldn't be where you're at today. And I think that's so important that we follow that and not kind of be sucked into that way of thinking where we're like pleasing other people and we're so worried about what people are going to think about us um and you know like through entrepreneurship and, and taking risks that's how we grow that's how that's how, how i think you know people should 
you know, live their lives through taking risks. And, you know, even if it fails, okay, you, you get the experience from it and mm-hmm. it allows you to self-reflect. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, and the thing is through you doing that and doing that as a person, other people are going to see that and go, oh, wow, okay, maybe, maybe I should take some risks or maybe I should do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's even surprising just like putting myself out there. Um, I have people like reaching out to me all the time. Like I've been thinking about dropping out too. Like, what should I do? And like, can like, can I cop on a quick call with you and maybe we can chat about this and just like being able to help people in that way is it's just like, it's unlike anything else really. And I wouldn't have that ability though, if I wasn't willing to take those risks in the first place. And if I wasn't willing to try it out and even like dropping out, like I always knew like I could always go back, but if I spend the next, you know, four years of my life, just like, struggling through this this system that I don't feel like I'm supposed to be in I can't get those four years back um and so there's a quote I've heard before it's it's um I'd rather live a life of oh wells than what ifs um yeah and so that's kind of what I try to live by is like no regrets just you know we'll try it if it doesn't work we'll adapt um you know so that's kind of that's kind of my mantra I guess it's just if it works out great if not we adjust so yeah no i totally agree there's um there's another quote by alan watts you ever heard of alan watts i don't think i have no he's a he's a really good he was a really good philosopher and he said mm. it's better to have a short life enjoying what you're doing rather than having a long life spent in a miserable way mm. exactly and um exactly. it kind of ties into that and i think like Things as well, like society and the way of the world now is that, you know, our generation, the younger generation, a lot of pressure on, a, you know, on people to figure out what it is that they want to be, who they want to do, what they want to do. Exactly, yeah. And that's like, you know, friends, society, you know, the media. And people, you know, feel a big amount of pressure even before they've kind of started out in life. And I mean, I'm 26 and my, my younger brother's 18. And mm. he's had, you know, different ideas with college and studies. And I said to him, you know, you're like, he hasn't worked a day in his life yet. And I'm like, you just need to try things and find out. Exactly. You know, to do stuff for yourself. Like, if if you want to do that thing, then do it. If it doesn't work out, that's okay. And I think people need to have that kind of mindset more rather than thinking that they need to have their, their shit, so to speak, kind of figured at such right. an early age and some people do i mean some people figure out what it is they want to do and be straight away and they go and do it um right. you know for the majority of people we have to kind of go down all these different obstacles and different um different routes to figure that out right yeah i mean like i said like a year ago i never even would have thought i'd been here and that's just one year um so it's it's just crazy like the fact that as a society, we try to make these like, you know, 15, 16, 17, you know, these high school kids have their whole lives figured out. It's, it's absurd. Cause like, I mean, I still don't have my life figured out. I'm just trying to, you know, I just take it day by day and like, I'm constantly adjusting and adapting. And like hmm. literally this summer, I just picked up photography and videography, just ordered my first camera and hmm. like, that's coming in soon. Like, I didn't think I was going to be doing photography, videography, you know, but it's just constantly adapting and it's finding what works for you and what you like and 
going from there because it's like so many people like going back to what we were talking about earlier about like plans like so many people think well oh no i can't do that it's that that's where that imposter syndrome comes in of like oh well that's not a part of my plan that's not like what i don't do that like literally me getting into photography and videography and whatnot um is literally just come from like just picking up a camera this past summer um and just taking content of stuff and then it's just evolved from there it just Mm -hmm. takes being like the willingness to just pick up that camera or whatever it may be and just take those pictures and are they gonna suck at first probably but is that like it's fine you know it doesn't have to be perfect at first um it's just all through repetition and it's all through just trial and error and finding what works for you and what you like. And, you know, once again, just like, if it works out great, if not adjust. So, mm. yeah. No, that's great. That's a great approach. That's a great, you know, way to, way to think and to be. And I think like the, the thing is as well, you, you can see how you progress. Like, okay, the first few time, the first few shots might not be overly great, but after like a hundred, you can look back and you can be like, wow, I've grown up. I've, I've developed from that first one to where I am now. Exactly. And you look at a lot of people who are famous, lot, look at a lot of successful people and you look at some of their early kind of footage and you're like, gosh, you know, what are they doing? Um, mm-hmm. You look at Joe Rogan, his first few podcasts, and then you look right. at where he is now. <laughs> right. I mean, we all got to start somewhere. Like I was even watching this video um, on YouTube about, uh, you know, Gymshark. The, yes. Yeah. The CEO of Gymshark, his name's Ben Francis. They recently just hit, oh, what was it like $200 million or something in revenue, something like that. And this whole video on YouTube about it and just showing them like in their early days and starting and just like where they've come now. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you think of all these Microsoft, Amazon, all these huge companies that we all use all the time started in like a garage. Like, you know, you, it just takes that willingness to just start and to just put your foot in the door. Um, mm. But I think most importantly, it takes like a willingness to fail, but it's mm. just about failing forward. You know, as long as you, as long as you learn from it, it's not really a failure. It's just a lesson. Um, yeah. So it just takes that willingness to put yourself out there and be like, Hey, I might not be good at this right now. This might suck right now, but I know I'm never going to get good if I don't first just put myself out there. You know, it's yeah. that, oh, who's, who's the quote by it? It's like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Um, yes. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Wayne Gretzky, but yeah. So, yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. And I find that as well, you know, what kind of propels you more when you're making content or doing content is when you might get feedback of people saying, you know, this really helped me or this is really good. And that kind of like pushes you to do, to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like through podcasting, you know, people listen to this, watch this. You don't know what is going on in somebody else's life or somebody else's day. And they just might need this just to help them. You know, you don't know what people are going through. Exactly. Yeah. So like uh, CJ, our, our founder, yeah, he, he gave me like this really good piece of advice and said, so like I, I was starting to get some like DMs and like people reaching out to me and saying like, hey, man, like your stuff's really helping me. I really appreciate you. You know, um, I had one guy DM me. He said, like, man, just seeing your like stuff on Instagram even just like picks me up um, on a bad day. And I'm like, you don't even know how much that means to me. Like that, that might just be like words to you. But to me, that's like, that's 
that's what like motivates me to like, keep going. Um, yeah, yeah. And then so like his advice to me was to make like a folder on your phone. You know, you can make like an album in your in your uh, photos, like take screenshots of those and put those all in a photo and like in that album. And then on those days you're feeling kind of like maybe burnout or feeling a little, little just like down on yourself. Go look at that, and that'll remind you of why you're doing this thing because mm. ultimately we're just here to make an impact and we're just here to to leave the world a better place than we found it and it's so sometimes it's hard you know sometimes you're feeling burnout and you're feeling like maybe even questioning why you're doing anything or if you're even making an impact and just having that to fall back on um it's it's really something something that's helped me a lot personally um but yeah yeah just just making an impact yeah no, I, I believe in what you're saying and I, I agree. And I find that, you know, it's the impact that you have on other people and, you know, the value that you provide and the content is really um, priceless. That's the right word. And mm-hmm. it, it's so infectious and it's so rewarding to do that and to be at that place where you can put content out there. And the thing is, this is, this is what blows my mind with podcasting. I don't like when I, when you, when you do podcasting or you're making content, you're just kind of like a, a machine that's just putting it out there and you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you're like, I'm putting something out there into the world that's resonating with, that might resonate with people from like America, Australia, you know, all over the world, miles away. And mm-hmm. it's quite powerful when you think of that you know the how how grateful we you know we should be for the technology that we have to be able to do things like this and exactly yeah you know to have that impact and 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 i think through those impacts you could inspire somebody to then do something similar to what you're doing and it just kind of like rolls like that exactly i mean for me like within the uncomfortable like I said, my mission isn't to inspire people to drop out. My mission is to inspire people to do uncomfortable things so that they can mm. grow. My mission is to, um, I mean, yes, I want to help people that are looking to drop out. I would, you know, love to talk to people that are considering dropping out mm. and help where I can there. But ultimately, like my goal and my mission is to just help people dive more into the uncomfortable and Mm. not be afraid of the unknown and realize that there's so much beauty in uncertainty and that Mm. uncertainty is like it's such a good thing because it's and Mm. it's so necessary to our growth and to get to where we want to be um because if we're just always walking on that certain path i mean honestly what's the fun in that anyways like if you always know like if i knew the entire rest of my life right now that would not be fun for me I like yeah. not knowing what's going to be next. You know, I think that's so much more like such more of like a fun way to live. But yeah, I mean, I think ultimately like my goal and my mission is just to help other people dive into the, the unknown and into the uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really great platform that, you know, you have and, and, and you wanting to help people to, to plunge into the unknown and to, you know, to grow. Because mm-hmm. I think we're all here for a purpose, and I think you know we're all here for a reason, and you know we're 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 worth far more than we think. I think you know we're capable of far more than we 
than we think we're cap capable of. And sometimes people might not take certain risks or people act a certain way based on, you know, past experiences, you know, like belief systems. So there's, there's sometimes a lot of things that kind of have a part to play in how people are, but people can change if they, they wish to, and they become aware of their behavior, their mindset. Mm -hmm. And they put that initial effort into, you know, to me, making certain changes. Mm. And, and, and I, I think as well, like when, when you feel a certain way when you're doing something, I think, you know, something, I, was, I, I did a quote the other day, like if, if, if everything was easy, if, if, if something was easy, everybody would be doing it kind of thing. Right. Exactly. And I think things are uncomfortable or difficult for a reason. And it's, it's, it is rewarding because you go through that process where you go through those uncomfortable times, whatever that may be. And then when you push through that, you can, can see how you've grown. And that, that can be, you know, physically, mentally, you know, um, mm -hmm. as a person. Yeah. I mean, like, if you think about, take a bodybuilder, for example, for a bodybuilder to get to that place of, well, being a bodybuilder and to be winning like championships as a bodybuilder and to be, you know, able to lift all that weight, they have to go through the pain of training to get there, you know, and it can be a bodybuilder, someone running a marathon, like whatever the example you, you want to use, you have to go through that uncomfortable, this, you know, that pain to get to where you want to be. Um, and it's just, it's the same way with anything. Like you have to, like the uncomfortable, the discomfort, that's what's going to grow you so much more than just living this like comfortable, safe life. Um, hmm. when, you're, when you're putting yourself out there, you'll actually find that it's kind of addicting in like a weird way. It's actually addicting to be seeking this discomfort because um, hmm. it almost gives you this like adrenaline rush. And ultimately though, the biggest part is you see that it's not that bad. It's not, you make it, everything so much worse. Like we, we do that in our heads. We just make everything so much worse and it's just crazy, crazy to see. And it's like, I think a good analogy for it would be like maybe a roller coaster or something. Yeah. You know, you're afraid to go on this roller coaster. You're, you're really nervous and you do it and you're like, Oh, it's kind of fun. I kind of want to do it again, you know? Mm. And so it's kind of the same concept of just like realizing that once you do it, for one, you're going to realize oh, it wasn't that bad. And also you're going to be like, I kind of want to do more of that. Um, and just like really seeking that discomfort because you'll see immediately how much you grow through it already. Mm. Like it's just addicting, um, mm. honestly. Yeah, no, I, I, I can relate to what you're saying. And I find that it's like, you know, when I, when I first started podcasting, for example, like I was really afraid um you know i did it on audio and then i moved to video and i was really you know afraid and like you know it's it's pushing out of your comfort zone isn't it and mm -hmm. it's kind of like wading further into the deep you know in the deep water and you're kind of like you know you're learning how to swim almost but yeah. through like repetition um you get better and through doing certain things you kind of get a buzz from it and you're like wow i want to do that again exactly and yeah like what you mentioned as well is that, you know, like later on in life, you, you know, you're looking back, you want to kind of look at the things that you did do and the risks that you did take, isn't it? You know, that's, that's, that, I think that's how we, where we should be at. We, you know, the things we did do, the things we tried, rather than having that regret of not doing 
certain things. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I've heard like one of the biggest regrets of people like on their deathbed. It's not the things they did do. It's the things they didn't do. Mm. You know, they're so I personally don't want to find myself on my deathbed and being like, wow, I wish I'd done this more. Wish I'd done that. You know, Mm. I would rather be like, wow, you know, (laughs) look at, look at all the things that look at all the ways that I, I push myself and I just went for it because I don't know, we get so afraid of doing all this stuff and so Mm. afraid of putting ourselves out there and seeking discomfort that we just, we settle back in this like comfortable life Mm. thinking that's, what's going to be an ideal way of living, but then we're miserable. Mm. And I think like, if more people just like were willing to take that leap of faith and just put mm. themselves out there, I think we'd see like such a happier world. Um, Cause ultimately yeah. like that's, what's going to make you grow. That's what's going to make you better. And through constant growth, like you're gonna just as a result, become a happier person. Mm. Um, and it's uncomfortable to seek happiness. You know, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's hard. Um, it's uncomfortable to shift your mindset, but you're never going to get to the place you want to be at if you're not willing to make that shift. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's completely true what you said. And I think, you know, with that is like people tend to choose money over happiness. And I think that's the kind of what's being drilled into people's minds through Mm -hmm people saying, oh, you need to get a job and you need to do this. Like, I understand we need kind of need to find something or we should, if you have bills to pay, then yeah, okay, you need to do yeah, something yeah. to pay them. But, you know, whilst you're doing that, understand that you can do something alongside what, whatever you're doing. Exactly. If you wish exactly. to, you know, build on that whilst you're doing X, Y, Z. Or, you know, jump out of that X, Y, Z into, you know, what you're doing on the side. If, you know, but depending on, depending on the financial situation, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, um, yeah, like I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing like those two things I mentioned, but what I didn't mention is I'm also working at this like meal delivery service on the weekends. I've been mm-hmm. doing some like little side projects. So all that kind of stuff just to pay the bills. Um, yeah. But while also still working on, on the stuff that I'm, I'm actually passionate about. Yeah. And so it's just ultimately about, yeah, like you got to pay the bills at the end of the day. So it's not about just like, neglecting responsibility but Mm. it's about finding a way to make your responsibilities work within what you're striving for Mm -hmm. yeah not totally um i think like you look at you know some people with how how they started and where they're at now and it gives you kind of hope it gives you that kind of reassurance that you know it is possible um Mm -hmm. and there's literally i think a lot of it just comes down to your mindset isn't it and you know your beliefs about yourself and then whatever you're working towards. And um, there's a guy I had on my podcast once and he talked about compound interest and the mm-hmm. compound effect, compound effect and mm-hmm. how if you do like say 1% of something each day over like a set course amount of time, that is then going to build. And then over a period of time, it's then going to be, you know, however much percent and you can apply that to anything. You know, if you do exactly. a little bit of something each gotcha. day, whether that's on a working out, making content, videos, you know, 
talking to people, putting yourself into situations that make you uncomfortable, over time you're going to get more confident and comfortable because right. exactly. that's just how, that's how it works. And that, it seems it's a very simple way of putting it, but that, that, that's kind of real. Yeah. I have a good buddy, actually, um, Wyatt. Shout out, Wyatt. Um, but his yeah. big thing uh, here is just like be 1% better every day. Kind of like what you're mm. just saying. Like, that's what he says all the time is just like, what is one thing you can do to be 1% better? It's not about everyone's always trying to focus on being like, you know, 100% better, but it's like, what can you do to just be 1%, mm. you know, every single day? Um, and yeah, that's ultimately when you like, just take that, when you just focus on that, it becomes so much more simple. It's just like, what is one thing I can do today? Just one little mm. thing, you know? to become 1% better. Um, mm. And like, like, for example, like this morning, my like thing to be 1% better was I got up and I went, um, I got up early, went to the track with, with some friends and tried to try to beat a six minute mile. Um, and it sucked. It was like kind of cold out and it was early, I was tired. But I know that by seeking that discomfort and getting up and like doing that, that's what's going to make me 1% better. Um, mm. And it's just about doing little stuff. And it doesn't always have to be like, get up and run a mile. It can be simply take a couple of minutes just to yourself, you know, mm. um, maybe meditate, maybe read a few pages, like whatever it is to make yourself 1% better. But just as long as we're, we're always seeking that growth and seeking that, that, that 1% um, just to, just to keep improving mm. every day. Yeah, no, totally. I, I, I think that it's so important to to improve and to just question, you know, what it is up, what, you know, what could, what, what could I be doing with my time? And, you know, where is it that I want to be? And these kind of little, you know, force that we ask ourselves where, you know, it just encourages you to push yourself out of that comfort zone. And like I said, just like that 1% better, like, we, you know, with social media, look at people and where they are. And we can kind of sometimes compare ourselves, but, you know, we don't need to doubt ourselves. You can tell yourselves that, you know, I could be like that one day and I'm going to put in this necessary work now by doing X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of doing it ultimately for yourself, isn't it? You know, you're not doing it to prove anything to your neighbor or your parents. Oh, exactly. You're doing it to, to fuel yourself, not in a selfish way, you know what I mean? To be no, like no, egotistical, no. but like to be, I'm doing this because I want to improve myself to get better. Well, that's like, like yeah. our, our, uh, running group, like our goals, all of the like hit under six minute miles. Um, I'm not quite there yet, but get in there. And, but ultimately it's not like we're all trying to beat each other to try to get faster times than each other. We're hyping each other up to try to get each other to this same, you know, to get under a six minute mile. Um, and so I think that's another huge thing is just realizing that like once you make that mindset shift of life being about collaboration and not competition, your whole world changes because mm-hmm. we're so much in this like mentality of like, or the whole world is in this mentality of, you know, butting heads and like having to be the best. Yeah. Like competition. And then they like, they're, it leads to comparison. It leads to them. Like it leads to loneliness. Ultimately competition leads to loneliness because you feel like you, you then isolate yourself 
But then when you focus on collaboration, that leads to so much more opportunity. And honestly, you're going to win so much more if you focus on collaboration than if you do competition. Because when you surround yourself with people that strive to see you win, with people that genuinely care about you and want to see you just like thriving in life, then like, there's no way you're not going to win, you know, like, because your only competition is you. Your only competition is what's in your mind. So once you get out of your own way and you, you allow yourself to collaborate with these people and you allow these other people in your whole world will literally change. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely important what you said. And I think like, you know, I totally agree. And I think like with, people competing against other people is that, like you said, you get kind of, re, you know, once you've reached the top, well, I mean, there's really a set kind of top in life, but once you kind of probably reach that kind of level yeah, yeah. and then, you know, you know, you've done all these things and you got there and kind of people think, yeah, now what? And then like, oh, it's quite a lonely place. And um, I think like you said, if you can be, for example, you know, the company Apple, for example, but mm -hmm. they are working to be better than their previous product. They're not working to be better than Samsung or Sony oh, or Amazon. You know, they they are like trying to be better than the last iPhone or last iPad or the whatever device it is. And mm -hmm. they all the other companies are trying to be like that company. And that's why Apple are always kind of going to be on top to some degree because they're just improving themselves each time. And then they're they're yeah. not in that game. Is it the finite game or something like that? They were playing a different game to the other mm -hmm. companies. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, going back to the running, like, it's not about, oh, can I get a better time than this guy? It's about, can I get a better time than I got last week? Because that's what's going to make me better. Getting a better time than that guy isn't going to do anything for me. Getting a better time than I got the week before, that's what's going to keep pushing me forward. And, mm. I mean, and that goes with anything, you know. So it's, it's just about, once again, 1% better every single day. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's so important. And I think like people need to learn this in school. Like, this needs to be in the curriculum to some degree. And yeah. I, I, did, I did coaching courses when I, when I became a coach. And I remember like some of the diagrams they showed us about, you know, like mindset, behavior and these kind of things. And I was, I was looking at these diagrams and I was like, why didn't school show us this? Like I exactly. would have made <laughs> a thousand different choices a different way if I would have seen this at the age of like 14, 13 years old. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If school's taught mindset and mental health and all of that, you know, it'd be, it'd be a different world, but yeah. But yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think it's so important and this is why I love connecting with people and talking about these topics because I think, you know, you don't know what's happening in people's lives in a day and they can, they can listen to something like this and they can think about, you know, it causes people to think about, you know, where they're at. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the power of, you know, conversation and meeting people is that, you know, it's, it's quite therapeutic. It kind of causes people to like self-reflect and think about things. Exactly, and, yeah people should be encouraged to do whatever it is that they want to do and to seek their, what ultimately makes them happy. 
and exactly. to chase that and to, to find that rather than you know monetary things and people i think you know just need to be mindful you know if their parents how they talk to their kids and what they say to their kids and if they're actually encouraging their kids to do something that they want to do or if they're encouraging their kids to do something that kind of they as a parent want them to do they're putting their own mm-hmm. kind of story or script onto that person does that make sense yeah yeah exactly um yeah i mean you you just gotta you gotta pave your own path um mm. whatever that looks like uh so many people just go with the path that was paved whether it was by their parents by society by what their friends say um and that just leads to unhappiness like ultimately that's just going to lead to an unhappy unfulfilled life mm. um if you want a happy and fulfilled life, you have to go after what's, what's inside of you. And you have to go after chasing after that and chasing those passions and fueling those passions and just seeking, seeking, seeking what you want and becoming, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, the CEO of your own life. That's mm-hmm. ultimately what it's going to take to, to breaking through that and to living mm-hmm. that happy, fulfilled life that we all want to live. Yeah. No, I, I think you're completely right. I find that as well. You know, you want, once you start doing that, the world kind of opens up for you in the universe. And I find that your tribe of people, you kind of connect with people who are on that similar or same journey. Mm-hmm. And they will support you in that. And I think that's exactly. why it's so important to have like a certain kind of, say, small circle of people, or tribe of people that you can connect with and they can support you. Exactly. Because... They, they will, people who are on the same kind of path or similar path will understand. Other people who don't really understand, you know, what you're doing, you know, they're kind of on the sideline, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a different um, right. kind of mindset. Yeah, I mean, a big thing we always say at uh, Thrive on Life is strive together, thrive together. Um, mm. we're, we're huge on that. We're huge on community. Because, um, like, we, we see the importance of that and the importance of surrounding yourself with people that want to see you win. And people that want to see you, you thriving, because um, mm. it's just so important. And it's like you were just saying a minute ago about about like making people think. Um, I think it's so important to surround yourself with people that make you make you think and make you make you. Um, I don't know, push you. I feel like we so often surround ourselves with people that think just like us, and we want people to just like agree with all. Uh, yeah, sorry, agree. agree with us all the time. And that's not going to help us grow either. Um, you know, so it, it's helpful to surround ourselves with, with diverse views and diverse people because um, that's what's going to help us grow and that's what's going to push us. And, as I, and just like, yeah, people that want to see you win, um, mm-hmm. it's, I've seen that in my life just be so game-changing. Um, mm. Just people that will keep you accountable, people that are going to push you. Um, and then like you having that same want to see them win, um, mm. and just like taking down those, that ego and that those, it's essentially a barrier. Podcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Paul, or my Instagram at positivity94. So if you're interested in having a consultation and you know, you're at a place in your life where you know, you're wanting to reach out for help, um, please 
get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you. Um, Have a great day and um, all the best. Take care. You know, trusting in the process as well. Like that's one mm-hmm. thing I've learned. That's one thing that I've learned a lot is what well, you know that will tie into entrepreneurship as well. Is like process and like patience, isn't it? And discipline. You know, all these yeah. kind of things come together. And for, like for me personally, I've always kind of like like to hit the ground running and to get things straight away, confident at things straight away. It doesn't always work like that. And exactly, exactly. The whole yeah, thing I mean, is I've a heard- process. I have to remind myself all the time, like I'm, I'm not even 20 yet, you know, and I'm doing all these things and, you know, most people don't even do the kind of stuff I'm doing until they're like 30. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm way ahead of my time and I have to often take a step back and remember that because yeah, I'm the same way. I always want to hit the ground running. Um, I'm always like feeling like I should be doing more, but the reality is like, that's not going to get me anywhere. You know, direction Mm. is so much more important than speed. If I'm just like trying to go fast and just keep doing more and more, but I'm not headed in the right direction, I'm just going to end up further from where I actually want to be and then just have to backtrack. And so it's just constantly having to remind myself every day, like, okay, slow down and let's make sure we're just doing one thing every day Mm. to keep pushing in the right direction. Um, Just keep pushing that needle forward to where we want to go. Um, and yeah, just like really having to take that step back and realize not only just how far that I've come, but also that I'm still not even 20 yet and like realize how much, you know, how much Mm. potential there still is to grow. Yeah, no, definitely. That's powerful. And I think that's it. That's kind of like how we can be sometimes. And I think some, some of us come into the world like that. We just kind of like you know, ready to jump in and go. Exactly. Um, I can, I can definitely relate to that. You know, I was eight weeks premature 